Hello, welcome to Astrology Alchemy. I'm Sheila Belanger, your host for this podcast. Alchemy is defined as a seemingly magical process of transformation. Spiritual alchemy is the process of pursuing the gold of your true nature by transmuting the unrefined limiting parts of yourself. In this podcast, I'll offer you inspiring insights from current astrology cycles that support your path of turning your personal lead into gold. More resources are available at the website on theedgesofchange.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 250, yeah, of the Astrology Alchemy podcast. I'm your host and guide, Sheila Belanger. It's a nice marker. 250 episodes. When I started this podcast, I thought, well, we'll give it a go. And here we are. Thank you, everyone who is old and new in the community. I just deeply appreciate you. So a phrase from this week's podcast poem, trust the promise of this opening. This is a week that is, has quite a contrast. There's some powerful dreaming, visioning cycles supporting you, and there's some very kick-ass, wake up, make radical changes. So just kind of like March in the Northern Hemisphere, you know, comes in like a lion with the weather. The astrology weather is like that. It's going to be like dreamy and beautiful and soft, and all of a sudden, boom, lightning bolts and thunderstorms and unexpected changes. So just navigate it. You're cool. So Friday, March 8th, Mercury is conjunct Neptune at 27 degrees of Pisces. And a conjunction is when two planets appear to be next to each other in the heavens and their energy is mingling. They're uniting. They're connecting with each other. Mercury is our storyteller, our communicator, has everything to do as an architect with our mind and our expression. Neptune is a very visionary, dreamer, altered state archetype. So naturally, when Mercury and Neptune come together, the energetic is about our visionary abilities and trusting our muse, our dreams, our unconscious little you know, nudges. It isn't a time for the cognitive mind to be in charge. It's rarely a time for the cognitive mind to be in charge because there's a lot it doesn't know, but particularly in this week. And the beauty of this is if you are finding something stirring in you, coming alive with um, ideas, creative nudges, you know, emotional processes that are there, it's like allow yourself some non-constricted time to just be. Like take a walk, you know, quietly without it being a destination walk. Journal, do some art sit with a cup of coffee and just muse. Just allow your mind to wonder and pay attention to what comes. You know, what visions, what dreams with what unexpected ideas or images come. Like really trust that because it's a powerful time to be working with um, your other ways of knowing underneath your conscious mind. I'd like to honor what my colleague Astro Butterfly says about this. If you're into astrology and the healing arts, you probably hear it all the time. Pay attention to our dreams. 
Mercury conjunct Neptune in Pisces is the pay attention to your dreams transit. So even if you've heard it 1,000 times before, you really want to pay attention to your dreams now. Mercury is our personal translator, and Neptune is our unconscious. So when Mercury is conjunct Neptune, especially in Neptune's home sign, Pisces, we have a unique opportunity to access our unconscious and make sense of some important messages that we may overlook or find confusing otherwise. And if you don't remember your dreams, many people don't, then pay attention to your daydreams. Where does your mind wander when you have some alone time, you're in the shower, or when you're surrounded by water? Pisces is a water sign. It is very much about fluidity, shape-shifting, moving, morphing, and very emotional. So this is a great time at the end of the week to notice your emotional cycles, emotional feelings, and be open to the wisdom of your heart. And just give yourself some fluid time if you can, particularly with everything happening in our world. Can you just spend some time with your heart being softened in compassion and love for yourself and all beings? Then we have the weather change on Saturday, March 9th. Mars squares Uranus at 19 degrees of Aquarius Taurus. Mars is this active, go get them, take charge, make it happen energy, okay? It's about our active yang energy and going after what we desire. It also has to do on an unconscious level with what pisses us off. Mars is in Aquarius right now, which is an air sign that wants innovation, freedom, doing it differently. I want to go to the beat of my own drum. And when we have Mars traveling through Aquarius, archetypally the energy quality of it is, I don't want to be caged. I don't want to be told how to think. I need my space. I need my freedom. And I also want to fight on behalf of justice. And those who are marginalized and those who are not getting equality, that it can really stir that up in a powerful way. Now, when planets are square each other, it just means energetically they're, they're rubbing against each other and there needs to be some adjustment. Square just means in the heavens, Mars and the planet Uranus look like there's about a 90 degree separation between them. Now, Uranus is the maverick. This is an archetype that says, shake it up, baby. Do it differently. Get free. Get free of the cages of the status quo. Get out of the ruts, okay? It's very rebellious. It's very innovative. It just turns things upside down. It's in the sign of Taurus. It's been there for a couple of years. Taurus is this earth sign of pragmatics, groundedness, sensuality. Taurus doesn't like to move real fast. Taurus likes to have security and stability. It's a beautiful sign. So there's a little bit of paradox. Uranus and Taurus is this archetypal thread we've all been feeling for the last five years or so of disrupting our sense of security and stability. You know, enter COVID, enter the politics, enter the tremendous pain and suffering of our ugly, painful, wounded war machines in our world, inside and out, inside the individual and in the collective. So this destabilizing Uranus of what, how do I be in the earth, the environmental emergency, all that's there. But the bottom line for you personally, because that's where we all feel these these planetary cycles, it's on a very individual level. Mars square Uranus says, I gotta have something different. 
there's both of these planetary characters as archetypes are very impulsive and reckless. They don't want to wait. Okay. Mars says, I got to move. Let's do it. Okay. Uranus is like, blow it up now. Okay. I don't want to get the patience for change. It's like, I don't like it. Blow it up. Okay. So when these two energies are linked with each other, if you're unconscious of the energy, you can just act out, you know, and particularly Mars, because in its really wounded side, it's angry, it's violent. And Uranus in its wounded side is rebellious in, a, in an unhealthy way. And it's also resentful because it feels marginalized or, you know, it feels like odd person out, odd one out. So you want to really notice by the end of the week, how do you um, align with the power of these two energies? Mars square Uranus with consciousness is also about have the courage, Mars, to make some radical changes. You know, where are you just like ready to get out of the box and say, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to invest Taurus, my life energy, into some movement that sets me free more, that sets others free, that shakes things up for the good of the whole. Like, that's a powerful way to work with this energy. So if you find yourself pissy and irritated and like short fuse, take some time out and realize the much bigger story. What am I really pissed about? It's not a small little thing. Okay, there's something I'm tracking on the larger level of my life or my culture or my world. So how can I turn that irritated energy into courageous action energy, you know, and really experiment? So just notice what's going on and honor yourself. And um, if you can, don't unconsciously in a small way act out. Make a big gesture, a big conscious gesture. Okay, go for it. All right, like just let those lightning bolts fall that illuminates your life and changes things up. And then with the astrological weather, now that big storm passes and we go back to a fluid Pisces energy. On Sunday, March 10th, we have a new moon at 20 degrees of Pisces at 1 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is an hour before we change in North America to, to a daylight time. So there's a little bit of mischief built in, right? It's like we're about to have that hour stolen from us by the culture gods and goddesses and just messing with our, our sleep cycle because that's what we set up as a culture, right? Well, the new moon is when the sun and moon are together. So there's this C point, this new beginning, this starting over. And we return once more to the sign of Pisces, this beautiful energy of dreaming and visioning and softness and fluidity. And new moon in Pisces is a phenomenal new moon under which to um, really seed some things around your intuition and kind of some of the visions and dreams and things you're musing about. Sun and moon, the sun, the conscious self, and the moon, the instinctive nurturer, are unifying together. Plus, added bonus, this new moon, the sun and moon, have this harmonious um, connection to Neptune, they, what's called conjunct Neptune. So they're with this dreamer visionary archetype to make it even a greater opening to um, you know, deeper mysteries that want to come through. And it's what's called sextile Uranus. It means it's about 60 degrees away in the heavens. And again, here's the maverick, but now there's this harmonious connection. So it's like supporting the innovation, the uh, ability to embrace change, to dream new ways of being, okay? Open up your heart. Learn to trust more the Tao, the flow, 
and less fighting and more like, okay, this is what is. Not in a victim, hopeless, give it up, but more like, okay, what if I don't fight my life? What if I just follow the flow of my heart and what my intuition is telling me and I keep my heart open with compassion and I, I listen for these other ways of knowing that are underneath and beyond consensus reality. So notice with that new moon, you might want to do some ceremony. You might want to really be tracking this week creative projects, artistic callings, or as I said before at the beginning, just making some non-directed time pockets of being. Wandering in the forest, the seashore, lingering over a hot beverage and just daydreaming and just trusting the process. There you have it, dear ones. I'd like to give you this poem. I've given it to you before, and it's a great poem for this time of this week with Pisces. It's called For a New Beginning by John O'Donohue. For a New Beginning. In out-of-the-way places of the heart, where your thoughts never think to wonder, this beginning has been quietly forming waiting until you were ready to emerge. For a long time, it has watched your desire, feeling the emptiness grow inside you, noticing how you willed yourself on, still unable to leave what you had outgrown. It watched you play with the seduction of safety and the gray promises that sameness whispered heard the waves of turmoil rise and relent, wondered, would you always live like this? Then the delight, when your courage kindled, and out you stepped onto new ground, your eyes young again with energy and dream, a path of plenitude opening before you. Though your destination is not clear, you can trust the promise of this opening. Unfurl yourself into the grace of beginning that is one with your life's desire. Awaken your spirit to adventure. Hold nothing back. Learn to find ease in risk. Soon you will be home in a new rhythm, for your soul senses the world that awaits you. For a new beginning. So attune with what your muse is up to. Listen to the quiet whispers. Track your night dreams and your daydreams. And make some space for them to work their magic in your life. I hope that your dreaming is really deeply healing and holy this week. And I pray that for all our world, that we can dream new visions that help us liberate from the box of the entrenched wound patterns that are causing so much suffering and pain. As always, don't forget to check out my website on theedgesofchange.com, particularly if you haven't yet explored my free quiz, What's Your Inner Wisdom Archetype? Go take the quiz. There are four key wisdom archetypes that I like to introduce you to, and they're connected to the astrology signs, and they're connected to your other ways of knowing, 
underneath your conscious mind and they're connected to the elements. So go to the homepage of my website on theedgesofchange.com and right there you'll see on the homepage, take the free quiz, What's Your Inner Wisdom Archetype? You have been listening to the Astrology Alchemy Podcast with your host, Sheila Belanger. More resources at Thank you for listening. Bless your alchemical journey to embrace the gold of your true nature.